0: This is the On the Money Podcast with Jerry and Nick Royer, broadcasting nationwide. Jerry and Nick are consumer advocates, authors, and TV news contributors to NBC and ABC stations. Their nationally syndicated radio show reaches coast to coast. Every week, Jerry and Nick will show you how to make sure you live a confident retirement lifestyle with more simplicity and less worry. You're listening to the On the Money Podcast. With Jerry and Nick Royer. This is the On The Money Podcast. I'm Mark Elliott with you once again. Joined as always in the studio here with Jerry and Nick Royer. And in case you are new to the podcast, let me tell you a little bit about Jerry and Nick. They are registered financial consultants, TV personalities, authors. Their radio show airs coast to coast. And they are the founders of a financial and retirement planning firm that has hundreds of clients across the country called Group 10 Financial. They're the creators of the On The Money Retirement Blueprint a five-step process to help you live a confident retirement lifestyle. So if your goal is to help ensure you don't run out of income during retirement, or you want to make sure you survive in both good and sour markets, or you want to make sure you don't pay any unnecessary taxes, well, then this is what their system is designed to do. And that's what this podcast is all about. And on today's podcast, even with the Trump tax bill cutting taxes this year, there are still some huge tax obligations most Americans have but didn't know they will have in retirement. How you're taxed in retirement will play a huge role in where you get to spend, and not every investment is taxed the same. A lot of retirees have their money in investments that can cause them to pay unnecessary taxes in retirement. So, guys, if someone was to be smarter and invest better tax-wise, are there things that maybe they should use, and then maybe even on the other side of that, things that they should steer clear from?
1: Yeah, I would definitely say so. Yeah.
0: Fact as I
2: just received from two of our clients, we sent set out a profile to ask them to keep, you know, they're getting ready to retire. And I asked Phil if it's going to retire in July if he's paying because he's been drawing Social Security since 65. He's now 70 and he's going to retire come July. And I and one of the questions was, are you paying tax on Social Security? And he goes, I don't have any idea. And I think that's and the way it has it, been drawn. Social security for four years, but doesn't realize it because most people don't look at that 1040 for them to see, are you reporting any of your social security for taxes?
1: See, I think what happens is you get the, you, you have these things that come in the mail right around January, February, March, 1099s and different things. You collect them, you give them to your tax person. You just have <laughs> them do the stuff. But then there's a difference between doing that and actually looking at it and saying, why did I get that 1099? Why am I paying money on my social security? And, um, and basically what we've done is we've broken this down into four different buckets. There's four investments and where they fit in to different, what we call tax buckets. So the very first tax bucket that your money can fall into, and you can play along, you can think about where your money is invested is what we call a taxable bucket. That would be like your CDs, right? CDs, any
2: mutual funds that are in basically non-qualified accounts, non-IRA accounts reinvested dividends. You get dividends and you reinvest them back into the stock. Uncle Sam looks at that is if you got the dividend, that's cash. If you buy more stock, it it doesn't matter. Right. It's taxable. And then you have pension income. If it's coming to you from a pension, it's probably going to be taxable. And then you got stock dividends that you're receiving. And again, that is a taxable thing. What you want to do is get as much of that taxable money and move it over into a tax deferred bucket. That That's your would be second bucket. That's your first bucket.
1: step, right? Yeah. And then what all's in that? You got IRAs, four hundred one Ks, four oh three B's, non qualified annuities. Basically money that you put in and then while it's growing, it's this tax deferred. Tax deferred just means you're deferring taxes to a later point. Yeah. But at and least hoping
2: that your taxes will be lower.
1: Yeah, but at least you're not paying any taxes while it's in there, but then eventually you gotta pull the money out and it gets taxed. So it's just a kicking the can down the road, but it's a strategy to, to get less taxes. Then you got tax-free buckets. Buckets three and four, we'll just link those together. Buckets three and four are really just tax-free buckets, like Roth IRAs, muni bonds, certain types of life insurance. Where, irrevocable trusts. Yeah, where basically the idea is to grow wealth tax-free and then be able to take money out of those buckets tax-free.
2: And, you know, we opened this segment talking about uh, the Trump tax uh, bills that went in. And if you look at that and really just look at the nuts and bolts of that bugger, in 2025, which is only seven years from now, Congress has got a choice. They can continue it or they can just let it go back the way it was before, which means that your taxes may go up. So in this seven-year window, then what you might want to do is if you're paying tax on those taxable buckets, tax diverts, start chipping away at that over the next seven years while taxes are low. So that when that expires, if it does expire, then all of a sudden you've got tax-free income that's going to be dependable for you for the rest of your life.
1: But a big retirement epidemic is people paying unnecessary taxes. I think we'd all three of us here at this table would agree with that. So give us a call and take advantage of our complimentary On the Money 5-Step Retirement Review. And what we're going to do is look at your tax situation, see if you're paying unnecessary taxes, and give you suggestions on how to help lower those taxes. Again, that phone number is 800-691-3372, 800-691-3372.
0: Jerry Royer is the founder and CEO of Group 10 Financial. Nick Royer is the youngest vice chairman of the International Association of Registered Financial Consultants. I'm Mark you Glider with us today for On the Money. We're talking about tax bucketing today on this in this segment. And of these four tax buckets, where do you find most people have their money invested? I'd say most
2: of their dollars are saved in the tax deferred buckets. They have big IRAs, big yeah, four hundred one ks, you know. And the example would be if you got a four hundred one k and an IRA, and say you got a million bucks. The government is a quarter owner, as Nick said earlier. A quarter owner—that's two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Just think of it this way: yeah, somewhere you in that ballpark. Four-
1: could be a more, could be yeah. less.
2: You want to work in and- synergy. Give me a check for a hundred grand, and they'll send her. Like, well, wait a minute. We got to send two hundred and fifty thousand dollars
1: to Uncle Sam first. You'll get seven hundred and fifty. You know what the IRS stands for? <laughs> theirs, theirs. Yeah, just yeah. take a pen. The IRS put it together and, and make it one word out of it. It spells theirs. And we call this the government partner account, right? Because the government is literally your partner on your money. They own a pretty big chunk of what you save. Yeah, and then you have. Required
2: minimum distributions when you get to be 70 and a half. So if you got a million dollars in pre-tax accounts, once you reach 70 and a half, you have to take out your required minimum distribution. And on a million bucks, that's $36,500 that you have to take out.
1: Yeah. And it's all taxable. Yeah. And it goes up every year. So it's a roundabout number. That gives you a pretty good example. That's a lot of money to pull out whether you want to take it out or not.
2: And that can make your Social Security taxable.
0: So, if the most common that you see tax bucket being used is a tax deferred bucket, what is the second most used tax bucket outside of the tax deferred bucket?
1: Probably the taxable bucket. Um, Stuff that fits in there is things that uh, anything you get a 1099 for, stock dividends, CDs, stuff like that. It's not tax efficient because you pay taxes whether you use the money or not.
2: And if it's a CD, it's certainly not very much growth efficient. Yeah, you're either. maybe
1: earning one and a half, two percent 2%, and then you're getting taxed on that one and a half, two percent 2%, so you're not making all that much. And we call this no tax control um, because you, you can't control the taxes if you have money in that bucket. You're going to get taxed on it uh, no matter what, even if you don't use it, and that's why I call it no tax control.
0: So I think it was David Rockefeller Jr. that said, don't get taxed on money you're not using, which is exactly what you were just talking about. So most people invested in either the tax deferred bucket or the taxable bucket, which was probably the most tax inefficient bucket you could be in. So my question is, if people want to invest smarter from a tax standpoint so they can have more and be more tax efficient or have more maybe tax-free income in retirement, where do they go?
1: Well, they got to move it into the tax-free buckets. And so I got a little game for you guys. Let's play the guess the taxes game. So guys, let's say you have 500,000 bucks. Okay, in an IRA, how much and you're 65 years old. And let's just say that this thing, whatever your investment is, you only earn four percent on it and you got to take your minimum distributions out. And then when you take those distributions out, you reinvest that money. So you got a five hundred thousand IRA. What do you think the total taxes that you'll pay between 65 and, say, 90 years old would be on a five hundred thousand dollar IRA? Total taxes paid over your life.
2: So taxes on your RMDs and if you reinvest it. Yeah. That would be taxable, and right.
1: then, then taxes when that you pass that money on when you die. What would you say? Five hundred thousand, Dad. You get to go first.
0: Mark, three hundred grand.
1: Okay, Dad says three hundred grand. Mark, what do you think?
0: I'll go two hundred grand.
1: You guys are close. At least you were over a hundred grand. Things you know, a lot of people have come to our live events say five thousand dollars. No total taxes paid on a five hundred thousand dollar IRA three hundred thirty eight grand.
2: No hey, wait, three hundred
1: thirty eight thousand dollars. So. You know, if you have money in these taxable accounts like that, these pre-tax accounts, tax deferred accounts, you've got to start moving that money over, or convert money or at least look into that as an option, converting money over to uh, Roth accounts or something like that. Do it over time. You don't have to do it all at once. But and right now is that seven year window that you have
2: until 2025, which is an ideal time to start looking at.
1: It. Taxes are, sm- are less now. Right, exactly. Taxes are less down. So it makes sense. I mean, I have an example here, a same $500,000 IRA. You could convert that to a Roth IRA for 125 grand. So basically have $125,000 in taxes versus $338,000 in taxes. You just got to decide what road you want to go down, but look at it as an option. Don't just throw it out and say, I'm not going to look at that one. Look at it as an option because it is available.
2: You know, a lot of people mistakenly think I have to be rich to worry about taxes. Or they think in retirement, my taxes are going to be less. I wish that was the case, but it's not most of the time. Taxes are a big deal and they have to be planned for. If you can save a couple of thousand dollars by investing your money in a more tax efficient way, that's money you can spend and not give to Uncle Sam. You just can't go down the road to retirement without a roadmap. This is one of the reasons why we spent over 52 years developing our on-the-money five-step retirement process. We will help you build your own written retirement plan, but a tax plan as well. But you have to give us a call within the next 15 minutes if you
1: have at least 200000 saved for retirement. You know, folks, really take a serious look at where you are right now, if you're if, where you have things set up. If you have uncertainty and you're sitting there saying, man, I probably should, I've listened to these guys long enough. I probably should do something. I'm just not hundred percent sure. If you're hundred percent sure, God bless you. If you're not, then maybe you might want to check things out and see if there's some ways that you can do things better. Or if there's any red flags that you have with what you have. So if it's worth 50 to 60 minutes of your time to have a retirement plan done, to make sure that your plan can weather any storm, You just have to decide. If it's worth 15 minutes, pick up the phone and give us a call.
0: That number is 800-691-3372. This is just for you using your figures, your timeline, your situation. 800-691-3372. There's no cost, no obligation for this visit with Jerry and Nick and the team at Group 10 Financial. Might just be the most important phone call you make. Here's the number again. 800-691-3372. 800-691-3372. So for Jerry and Nick Royer, I'm Mark Elliott. Thanks for joining us again. And we'll talk to you next time on the Money Podcast with Jerry and Nick Royer. You've been listening to the On The Money podcast with Jerry and Nick Royer. Every week, catch new episodes to discover the latest retirement strategies and tips for retiring well from Jerry and Nick. To learn more about how to create a retirement blueprint to help you have total confidence in your retirement plan, visit them online at group10financial.com. That's group10financial.com.